Namaste, my name is Avishek Sinha and today I am going to start my first ever video podcast with Sri Akhil Minocha who is like elder brother to me and I am very excited because this is going to be my first podcast and uh, with, between me and Akhil we share a lot of common thoughts and passion and he is one of the reasons why I am recording this podcast. We will talk a little bit more on that, how he uh, has you know inspired me to get this podcast but uh, that, that we will you know, hear it from him. Um, talking about Akhil, he has more than two and a half decades of illustrious career in the information software sales and marketing. But uh, I, I, I have seen, I've gone through his LinkedIn profile. I have seen he has done more, much more than what I am, you know, telling you. Apart from the sales and marketing, he is a, he's a writer. Uh, he is, he's writing a book which is uh, going to hit the stalls very soon. He is running his own, uh, you know, audio podcast on various platforms and. Uh, uh, what not? I mean, we, we'll talk more uh, with him and uh, uh, we'll see, uh, we, we'll talk that what inspired him to do all these things and how he, you know, carries himself because the the, the most important thing that, you know, I'm impressed with, uh, with with his persona is he keeps himself so calm in, in the most, uh, you know, annoying conditions. And that's that's something I would you know, really uh, want to ask that how he keeps himself is calm and composed. Uh, himself calm and composed and you know doesn't lose his patience so that's something which I, I I wish I could learn from him but before I jump on to all those things I would like to share my aspiration to start this podcast and uh, for, for a simple reason that you know uh, cracked into my mind so typically we we go and you know we we, we love to uh, you know put on our YouTube or podcast and listen to uh, you know, people who are already famous, successful, and kind of role models for hundreds and thousands of people. But uh, I mean, I have I've not been able to understand this uh, this uh, thing uh, I mean, from from a very long time. That are are those people are going to be uh, going to dictate that how we should conduct in our life and how and uh, they are going to tell us the definition of the success because there are uh, you know millions and millions of people uh, across the globe who are successful who are doing good who are you know inspiring people but yet they are not famous so that's the, that's the you know crux of this podcast but what i'm trying to you know do or what i'm trying to start is uh, I'm, I'm going to you know pick uh, people from all walks of life people whom i know who are my friends who are my colleagues who are elder to me who are you know even younger to me and uh, I, i'll uh, pick up those personality and who can you know, share a lot uh, to us and can inspire us uh, because and just because they're not so famous, we shouldn't ignore them. And uh, I think uh, that's 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 the least I can you know uh, do uh, to acknowledge um, you know acknowledge them the kind of impact they're making in my life and probably it can they can make impact in your life as well. So having said that, let's start my first ever podcast uh, with Mr. Akhil Minocha. Uh, of course, he's anything, he's everything and anything but famous. So, Namaste Akhilji, uh, thank you for, you know, accepting this uh, invitation and uh, let's start uh, with, uh, with with my podcast. If you can just, uh, you know, uh, briefly introduce yourself to, to my audience and, you know, then we can, you know, start our round of questions. Thank you, Abhishek. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be there in the uh, your first episode uh, of your podcast series. So, uh, indeed a pleasure. Uh, so let me introduce myself to the fellow listeners out here. Uh, Abhishek has been kind enough 
uh, to make a brief introduction but just to add on so i've been in the industry for uh, as abhishek rightly said for uh, more than uh, two and a half decades and and i have a i've had a blend of experience in uh, in technology and telecom and uh, and across different roles so uh, you know i've been in sales uh, for quite a few years but uh, but apart from sales i've also had an exposure uh, on business development program management delivery uh, right and uh, which includes uh, also partnerships and alliances uh, so and and of course uh, you know marketing so it's it's been a interesting career and uh, and uh, you know with a focus uh, on uh on enterprises right so uh, on being focused towards enterprises so so that's on the the professional side uh, uh more about uh, akhil minocha well uh, abhishek has has covered uh, a bit uh, on in terms of some of my passions on uh, you know which i've been following which includes the podcast series called reverse and onward which i've started off uh and also a book which in fact i had earlier planned to launch earlier but but now that would soon follow uh which uh, is a book by the same name you know talking about uh, my own reversal journey and we'll uh, we'll look at that later uh in the pod- in uh, this particular podcast uh i am i i tend to believe that i uh, am generally uh, you know a person who loves to network with people so i make good friends uh and i like to be with uh, you know some of my my friends uh, who matter to me and and abhishek's been always definitely very dear to me as a work colleague and a, as a friend and uh, and i'm glad he uh, invited me right and uh, and i've always uh, been a, a public speaker uh, throughout my life so these are <clears throat> some of the tenets and and yes uh, just to add on uh, i've also uh, you know often on through the years mentored uh, technology companies uh, startups right so so that's another thing which i've done uh, uh, you know wherever i've i've found the time over the last uh, uh, decade uh, so i'm associated with uh, the tai delhi which is uh, the indus entrepreneurs i'm the charter member in delhi uh, so uh, so that also gives me Uh, a forum to interact uh, you know uh, outside of uh, a work with different technology startups and enterprises uh, so there's a thin line between uh, you know what what you do at work and what uh, and the other things which help you uh, in your profession so that's that's a, in a nutshell uh, an introduction of me and then we can go on thanks abhishek yeah, thanks 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 for giving us a glimpse of what you do i'm sure you'll you'll open up more on uh, you know what you do and how you do and uh, i'll be more interested to know that why you do it because uh, the first question which i would want to ask is uh, uh, why did you choose uh, uh, what you are doing right now and uh, if 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 not this what you could have done uh, i mean as a career or as a you know as an individual yeah that that's an interesting question so uh, so i uh, have been born in a defense family Uh, yeah that's so, the reason i was asking because typically anybody anybody and everybody who is who has a you know defense background they typically tend to you know go on the same stream a stream of you know career and other stuff because uh, I, i i my my father used to work for central orders depot and i had a passion of you know getting into an army and you know all my friends are into army and air force but uh, when i look at you i mean uh, looking at the you know illustrious your, your father's illustrious career how he what, what how he has served in the army i'm sure you you would have been you know, pushed to you know join army and you know 
you know carry that uh, you know baton uh, forward so I, i would like to know more on that part because i was you know i kept asking you but you always dodged me <laughs> So, so on on a lighter note, uh, you know, well, uh, I was I was never interested to join the defence. My father was was keen. So, I I mean, to the extent that before the examination, uh, you know, I was uh, so he sent me to, uh, to to somebody to prepare for the SSB or the service selection. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I gave an interview, but but uh, but I went uh, and wrote the examination with a half-hearted uh, mindset, and I did not clear the written examination. So. <laughs> SSB, <laughs> you know, of course, did not happen. So, 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 yeah. So, I, I was never keen to uh, to join the the forces, and uh, and and, and uh, I was uh, I, I started my, my my career with uh, a company called Forbes Goka Limited, uh, which was a Tata Group company at that point of time. We had a, a one year cross industrial, you know, training uh, at, 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 at that point of time, something similar to Tata Administrative Services, and uh, and I was, uh, uh, you know, after uh, that one year of induction training, I wanted to get into some of their uh, FMCG or consumer durables, uh, you know, businesses at that point in time, but uh, but I was pushed into shipping and logistics. So, uh, because you know, the, the, they used to induct a batch of management trainees and decide where they want to be pushed. So I started my career with shipping and logistics. Did shipping and logistics for a couple of years, uh, but I was always interested in technology uh, on the technology side. Uh, you know, evolving. So I, either FMCG, consumer durables, or my next uh, you know love or interest was technology. So I read up and I attended interviews uh, at that point of time, trying to get out. And then I got into B two B portals and marketplaces, uh, right? B two B and B two C. So I joined a technology company at that time. Um, to cut through the chase, I've been in varied roles. Like I said, I've been in uh, partnerships and alliances. I've been in business development. Uh, you know, I've uh, been in uh, uh, you know in PNL roles where I've I've driven uh, the overall accountability for for revenues, uh, right? Uh, and uh, uh, you know, I've I've also, of course, uh, the, the last decade, decade and a half, I've been in sales. Uh, uh, you know, very interestingly, uh, you know, I had uh once i had switched on to sales there's a friend of mine who was talking to me in the car and and uh, and and he was uh, saying that i don't know why people get into sales and then i had to kind of calm him down and i said listen i think you've forgotten that i'm in sales <laughs> right <laughs> so that's the impression which people have about sales that uh, that oh it's it's very uh, there's a lot of pressure so you know there are Pros and cons of of anything, but I enjoy my profession. I enjoy what I do uh, because, uh, in a nutshell, sales uh, gives you, uh, a, you, you know, gives you basically that kick that you're doing. You're getting money for the uh, for your for the company and for yourself. So you're making a difference to the company, right? Uh, that's the biggest kick. And plus, there is a fair amount of flexibility because if you're getting the numbers. Uh, you know, it, it's good. If you're not getting the numbers, we are all under pressure. Uh, you know, you've seen that. So, uh, so I, I like uh, uh, I like being in sales. I like making a difference uh, and uh, and earning my paycheck, so to say. So it's it's a good uh, uh, good career for any of us to take up. That's what I feel. 
So uh, speaking of pressure, uh, my again the question, the first uh, statement that I made uh, for you is that you know I, I love the way you you know keep your uh, you know persona very calm and composed. So uh, speaking of pressure, how do you you know cope up with the pressure that you get day in and day out from uh, you know from various people who are around you who are you know uh, well, be it you know work or uh, at home or you know. even outside traffic so how do you do that because i keep whenever i come to delhi uh, i am always you know with you driving across uh, you know ncr and i've never seen you shouting on people who are you know just uh, you know crossing your car and all i i i mean i personally cannot you know tolerate people you know violating traffic signals but i never see you know uh, losing your cool and uh, even in even in, in an office or in in any anyway i i don't see you doing that how do you manage that You know, I, I can relate with what you're saying because uh, uh, you know an earlier colleague in my previous company used to tell me that you're a you're a different type of a, a Delhiite or a North Indian because you are <laughs> the perception of North Indians is very different, right? Or, or Punjabis and uh, and Delhiites is very different that they're more aggressive. So uh, I'll be honest to you on this podcast. I think it, it, you know I've I've not always been like this. uh i've had my share of losing my uh my cool uh in meetings i've had my share of even walking out of meetings right uh the partner meetings for example i mean uh, you know uh, i i remember a meeting when i was with airtel with a partner i just walked out i said you know not done uh and i and uh, and uh, the 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 concerned person in airtel he had to you know coax me and the partner to come back in and and continue the meeting so i've had my share of uh, uh, of losing my patience but i've realized uh, abhishek over the years uh, that uh, that being impatient and and being impulsive uh, doesn't help anybody uh, right so it, it may uh, you may think that you're winning the battle at that point of time but but uh, but, but you really don't uh, you can uh, remain calm and and still uh, Uh, you know win the battle so to say or uh, or uh, or prove your point in a different way uh, even if you have to because you know if you to, if right now for example if you and me have an argument if i have to prove my point in raising my voice to you right you may take back a grudge but but if uh, uh, if uh, you know i prove it in a different way and i'm calm right now and and over a couple of interactions you probably realize the fact that uh that that i had some essence in in what i was talking to you about or what i was telling you then you'll probably take back a, a positive vein so that's the reason why i've evolved over the years uh i've also tried out meditation i i, I don't uh, say that i'm uh, i do meditation regularly i've been bad at uh, at at uh, being regular in meditation meditation but uh but i still use it as a tool when you know when i get very flustered i start uh, i uh, meditating and i do do it for a few days and i think that has a a lot of power to calm the the person down so just a couple of uh, you know straightforward secrets so to say <laughs> well uh, that was insightful and i think uh, yeah i mean um, i wish i can you know uh, have your kind of patience you know while dealing with the With morons, I would say, who, who who do not prefer to you know follow rules or follow the norms, and uh, you know always ready to uh, you know flout a, a, a laid down rule which 
everyone should be you know following but anyways i mean let's uh, move on with this topic and uh, the next thing which i would want to uh, you know ask you is uh, about about the, the the transformation journey that you have uh, you know been through i would want to ask uh, about uh, how it all started and why it started uh, and uh, what actually made you think to you know go ahead and uh, uh, you know transform yourself or get into that uh, t- take that first step because i mean uh, it's it's very difficult i have seen people i mean uh, i uh, i mean not, not now but at least a year back i was quite fit i was you know uh, you know doing a lot of you know fitness uh, fitness related activities etc so i i, I can you know uh, relate to that thing that you know the first step that you take is the is the most toughest uh, you know thing that you uh, you had to come across because uh, you know getting uh, you know going for a uh, uh, for a for a regime you know changing your diet plan and doing all sorts of things that that's kind of a uh, it's a it, it could be a nightmare for some some of us so just uh, if you can just you know elaborate and tell tell your transformation journey and why it has started what actually you know inspired you and who inspired you and how did you do it you can just talk about sure. that sure sure so this is this is a subject which is definitely very close to my heart and uh, because i've been through this this journey so thanks for asking me that so uh you know my my, my previous job uh the you know where, where uh, i was traveling very extensively uh you know i was in a sales role uh, again and i was traveling very extensively and sometimes about on an average about three times a week uh, three days a week to be more precise and uh, you know outside food uh, all of that got got in, into into me and uh, which led to uh, a day where i was just sitting down and i was working and my head was spinning uh, so i checked my blood sugar which was very high and i went to the doctor uh, right so i was not a diabetic i'm not a diabetic today uh, just to clarify but i uh, so i i Uh, went to the doctor and the doctor said that uh, well you need to start uh, statins uh, for cholesterol uh, after all the tests and you need to start uh, the, uh, the other medication which is the diabetic medication the glycine phage uh, and i came back home and i said that no i don't want to do it so the traditional mindset is my uh, my wife my parents there was hell uh, in the house and they said that uh, no nothing doing i mean you know it's it's not about you it's about us and you're not being careful about us so i said all right you give me 3 months so that was actually a pact which i had in my house i said you give me 3 months and within these 3 months if i uh, if i reverse this right then uh, you know uh, then i will not go ahead with medication but in 3 months in 90 days if i'm not able to reverse it then i'll do what you say and i'll start my medication but for 3 months i will right so, so that is a trigger point basically it's literally a trigger point so so i uh, and i want to by the way i want to three doctors very eminent doctors all of which all you know gave me the same view that no you should start statins and medication so i tried everything after that i tried uh, the keto diet i tried other different diets i i read up a lot and i 
you know so i joined a keto program for example and i and uh, for for three months but uh, the second or third week down the line i went and told the keto uh, specialist saying that i'm going to modify your plan and i'm going to do a modified keto which means a low carb low fat and a moderate protein that's not keto keto is high fat high fat high protein and high protein right and and ultra low so i modified carb, yeah. i modified that and uh, i made certain solid lifestyle changes we can come you know discuss that later solid lifestyle changes lot of like exercise what? i mean if you can just explain it to the people who are for the sake of the people who are watching us so lifestyle changes as in you know i stopped uh, having roti uh, i stopped having rice completely i switched from from roti to alternative grains like jowar bajra uh, amaranth right uh, jo so the atta would be made by a combination of these uh, at home uh, then instead of rice i adopted millets which is uh, uh, barnyard millet uh, you know bokodo uh, millet and foxtail millet and there are different millets which are there which you can boil it just like rice and have have it so Uh, and then 25% of my plate in the afternoon used to be uh, uh, salads necessary so these kind of changes I, i i made about and a fair amount of combination of strength training and uh, and you know brisk walking or intermittent running as they say so i did all of that and i i, I, I stop you there why because i i, I just uh, want you to elaborate it because for the sake of the people who are watching and i'm sure there are hundreds and thousands of people who are you know daily getting up and you know looking at looking themselves at the mirror and then saying okay today is the day i am going to change but then they again you know get uh, get back to their breakfast table and start you know hopping those uh, parathas those puris and you know that uh, frame of mind goes away so uh, why i am asking you uh, what what i am going to ask you uh, and the reason why i am asking you is because i want you to uh, you know explain the viewers that how uh, how how difficult it was for you to start with and how long it took you to go ahead with this uh, uh, you know this entire regime and uh, how how many days you hit the gym how how many kilometers you walk because you said that uh, you gave yourself 3 months 90 days so how how, how much you know may uh, effect it made on your personal, uh, on your on your weight on your you know health and all if you can elaborate more on that that will actually give more insight to the people who actually are looking at this kind of transformation who are actually looking to you know make a difference in their health Sure. So I lost about twenty three, twenty four kilos at that point of time. Uh, in ninety days. In ninety days. Uh, no, no, not in ninety days. Uh, uh, you know, overall, in about in about six to seven, six to eight months, I lost that much. Okay. But okay. Uh, but in uh, but in about ninety days, I would have uh, you know lost about uh, a, a healthy weight loss about ten to twelve kilos. Which was which just good. I mean, which is very good actually. Three months, ten kgs are you know super, uh, super awesome. I would say. Correct, correct, correct. And and my greatest inspiration, uh, uh, you know, uh, Abhishek, uh, you know, continues to be be my father. So, so uh, you know, in fact, he was covered by by Goki. Vishal Gundal had covered him in a in an interview, and uh, he used to be a newspaper advertisement. So he's he's eighty. But he lost a lot of weight, uh, you yeah. know, uh, sometime before or after that. So he's been an inspiration, but but not only during that time frame. As when I grew up, uh, or as I was growing up, uh, I've seen my father at one point of time to be a chain smoker. Uh, I and 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 kick the cigarette butt at one fine day, just deciding, okay, I'm just going to throw the cigarette and not going to have it again. And he never touched it. 
right never touched it i have seen my my father to be very fond of uh, his drinks and deciding to leave the drinks and for the last 3 4 decades not touch a drop at all at least the last 2 3 decades i've seen him completely so so you know a lot of that will power for uh, i would attribute whether it's genes or its inspiration comes uh, from my father uh, the, the, the other thing is uh, that uh, how much did i on your question how much did i run or whatever so i when i read up on what i really need to do i realized that i need to exercise morning and evening so during those three months i took out half an hour at least in the morning and evening walking or running would would be at, uh, about you know 4 to 5 kilometers uh, uh the, uh, the you know the cycling uh, i would do cycling at, at times and uh, i also you know went uh, during that time for, for something like a 50 or a 60 kilometer cycling i was not into that at all uh and uh, and and uh, yeah so 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 that and strength training would be about a 45 50 minutes routine right uh, i hired up as personal trainer who used to come home and uh, we used to do the equipment so it's it's a mix of everything which made the change because what i truly believe and to cut to the chase uh you know it's not about whether ro- roti and rice is good or bad right uh, that's not the point all of us have been used to uh, but, but when you're trying to make a lifestyle change and you're trying to adapt your body your body responds to signals uh, which are more often uh, a norm rather than ex- an exception so if you're going to be loading on carbs every day then your body is going to be uh, literally responding to the signal that all right he's responding uh, he's eating a lot of carbs so i need to convert it up to fat into fat yeah whether it's visceral fat or whatever it's usually visceral it converts it to fat but gradually if you start uh, you know so for example i have more of millets and more of uh, uh, alternative grains and uh, once or twice a week on an exception i have uh, rice or or roti the body says that all right generally he's at a healthy routine so the entire body metabolism changes and that yeah definitely So that's what I've seen, mm-hmm. and, and this is a continuous process. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, we've been discussing. So I've told you, uh, so I had reached a weight of about seventy, which was ideal, right? I mean, with my BMI uh, now, uh, now I'm about seventy-eight, so I still have to uh, reduce about uh, seven, eight kilos. So, and I've started my journey to get back there, and you know, three months down the line, you know, let's, uh, you, you'll see that I've kind of become. uh you know far more healthier than what i am today so i'm driven and i hope uh, i mean you know very humbly i think i will be able to do it no definitely you will be and is this specially because of the book that you are going to launch and you want to be <laughs> you know uh, be picture perfect for that or how is it and please tell us more about this book and what inspired you to launch i mean write yeah, yeah. this book and about the podcast i mean the, the audio podcast that you are running right now I promise you to uh, to be very candid and, and frank in this conversation, <laughs> but you know, so, so to be honest, for the for the podcast, uh, the the cover art, I, I I had to hunt around for pictures for each of these episodes, and I realizing, <laughs> I'm looking fat in these pictures, and I realize <laughs> realize that I do need to lose some weight. So so jokes apart, yeah. So uh, so 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 what inspired me on this podcast? So there's a friend of mine. Sandeep Rai, he's uh, 
uh, he's a, uh, a finance head uh, for asia pacific and middle east uh, india asia pacific and middle east for uh, for a leading international airline uh, uh, so and he's been a school you know college friend so uh, so he thought that i'm a good public speaker he thought i have good uh, literary skills i used to be i mean during college days for all the 3 years i used to be an editor of the college magazines and the final year i was the chief editor so he knows all of that so he'd been telling me that akhil akhil write a book write a book write a book so uh, now when all this uh, happened in terms of my weight loss i said all right why don't i look at uh, look at this topic uh so what i'm going to be covering in the book i've i've have it about 70 80% complete and uh so so uh, i am going to be covering my story i'm going to be it, it's going to be something like a a mini bible on what you really need to do so all what we've shared and lots more chapters on 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 seeds chapters on exercise uh right uh, so it's going to be a a a, 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 a it's going to be covering all all what you need to do to be fit in my perspective and uh, and the remaining half or there's going to be an entire section on real life real inspirations people who have inspired me in my journey or who continue to inspire me so i started doing that, that then somewhere down the line the book took a back seat so uh, personal reasons professional you know pressures so Uh, so, and i had uh, some of these five or six episodes already recorded so i decided to launch the podcast first and then the book will soon follow that's what it is so how how soon we can expect your book to be on the stands because uh, i i want to assign copy from you so i am <laughs> looking forward for it <laughs> yeah you you you'll have to wait for about 4 to 6 months because i'm you know now uh, finding a better publisher so i'm going i'm doing the a little detailed uh, a more due diligent round so let's wait for 4 to 6 months it'll be it'll be there so just tell me about that story which you telling me and i, I i'm sure that this delay is because of that story itself that uh, you you mentioned couple of you know uh, weeks back that you know your son came up with the idea of you know, publishing his own set of uh, poetries and he was so amiculate and professional about it that you had to you know think uh, i mean just tell us about those stories because i think that that actually led to this uh, delay of four months right Yeah, you're right. I was, I was. Uh, so during the pandemic, I had signed up uh, with a publisher, which uh, uh, you know, which said that it's going to be a print to order, and and the uh, the way the world is running is that people are not going to buy books from the stands, uh, and uh, you know, you go to Amazon Flipkart, you buy the book from there, uh, and then uh, you know, you learn so much from kids these days, and and he. one day came to me and he said that so he's he's writing a uh, his second book he published a, a book of poetry he's writing a second book and he said that papa you know why did you here is how much you need to pay to a literary agent so i said all right i'll speak to the literary agent he says no i've already spoken i've already done the due diligence okay so you just you just go ahead and pay you're the just prepared yeah you're the atm you know go ahead and pay so i said i said no i have to do my ground work i have to speak and uh, and, and 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 that's when i st- uh, i contacted the literary agent uh and uh, i had a conversation with him and i realized what my son was saying was was correct uh, and i realized that uh, this is a good way to go because the literary agent then represents you in front of publishers so 
so it's a little longer haul because you need to you know do what the literary agent says uh, but i think it's it's worth uh, the time and the money spent uh, so so that's the story which you were asking me hmm then i mean the other day you told me and since you are telling me now that you are going i mean i'll have to wait for another couple of months so that's what i thought that maybe that story is connected to this thought process but yeah uh, speaking of kids like uh, what, what do you think about you know today's generation i mean their thought process how they are what, what do you think of them i mean are they going to the right way or uh, what's your thought on them you know i think that the cultural difference earlier when we were kids we never had access to these uh, you know expensive video games or you know these kind of internet and uh, we never had access to these tablets and all now everything is on their lap so they are you know far more experienced than we are they have access to the entire world we never had that chance now we are doing it now but i mean at least I, I, we, we are kind of a you know matured enough and now we we uh, are looking uh, you know exploring things based on our need but kids are like uh, they are doing anything and everything that comes to their way so and like you said that you never had a chance to understand that there is a concept called you know, literary agent and now you know through your kid so uh, what what do you, what exactly your thoughts on you know the present generation because gen z per se no that's a very good question uh, so abhishek uh, um, you know when we grew up as you rightly said or at least when you're much younger when i grew up in my generation and yours also probably to an extent later uh, there was there was so much of focus on on traditional streams right the yeah. medicine right people will scoff at you and say and say that all right you're not doing engineering you're not doing medicine that means you're not there uh, to to the fact that now there is such a plethora of streams so that's one thing right? i mean i Uh, a, a few months back, a friend of mine said that uh, her son is going to John Hopkins for a uh, for some music course, right, uh, for his graduation. Oh. So, uh, so I mean, you hear about such streams which are so diverse. Uh, that's one element. The second thing is uh, with the exposure, whether it's internet, uh, social media, uh, uh, right, and even schools are different. I mean, something as simple as the fact that look at the class photographs of student children today right we used to all stand in the line yeah. first row second row third row and then the photographer will click you look at the the photographs of the current generation they'll they'll you know be standing whichever way they'll be doing a v or whatever right or uh, looking at each other and they'll uh, those are their class photographs so anyway so uh, you know a they have a lot of exposure b they have a point of view right and uh, and they want to learn by their own right even when my son wrote his first book he didn't even come to me asking that uh, you know uh, tell me i'm trying to write my book or whatever what is the the way uh, how how does the publishing industry work the current generation is taking decisions faltering on them or being successful in them learning you know through the ropes and then so they far more confident than what what we could ever be right so and on the flip side it's really really very difficult uh you know to uh to influence the kids on any stream or whatever you really want to do you and me or our earlier generations were far more coachable so i i really think that uh, 
I just go with the benefit of doubt, right? So, so I may or may not be happy. Again, being candid, I may or may not be happy uh, on whether my uh, my son has taken the right stream or not. I might might have wanted him to do something else, but I, you know, I'm, uh, go by the benefit of doubt that maybe he knows better on what he wants to do himself, right? And that's in a nutshell what the current generation is all about today. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, when, when I even talk to people like small kids, they, I, I think that you know I'm I'm kind of like ten years behind them, the way they you know uh, pick up things and the, the way their uh, aptitude uh, works. But having said that, I mean, uh, with the uh, with the technology at at their disposal and all, there's a lot of you know woke culture coming in. Uh, you know, we we keep hearing things. Uh, people are talking about gender neutrality. Somebody is uh, you know referring himself it or something like that. I mean, uh, and especially you know, uh, there's a uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, you call it like a pseudo feminism way, which is you know biting these uh, younger people. Uh, how do you see that? I mean, uh, do, do you think this uh, pseudo feminism is actually going to you know? benefit our society or is it going to break the families and it is going to you know break the uh, the overall uh, you know indian ethos and culture that we have uh, you know ingrained for so many thousands of years very very important point so if you talk about uh, pseudo feminism or women's lib or whatever you call it right so i i think it's taking an unprecedented uh, uh, you know, focus on importance in the industry or in companies today. So I'm not saying that uh, that uh, uh, you know uh, there should not be uh, equitable jobs for women. Uh, what I'm you know trying to say is that at the fundamental mindset, uh, there is no difference between women and uh, and men. Fundamental, right? Sure. So there's fundamentally no difference. Then what is the requirement of of stating that? Listen. Women should be uh, empowered. Women should, uh, you know, be given special jobs, right? It's like, you, you know, so so that that defeats the purpose. I think we are taking that too far. I, I think, I mean, uh, just adding to what you are saying, I think women are already empowered. In fact, women empower men. It's it's never the other way around. That a man should empower a woman because you know a woman gives birth to a man or a or a child. And he or uh, I mean, and she takes care of the child, and you know, brings him up, and then teaches the uh, the manners and everything. So it's it's the woman who is already uh, who is already empowered. And uh, I mean, maybe somebody is you know talking in terms of giving equal pay and all that stuff. So when we talk about equal pay, other stuff, uh, we have to you know see see the other aspects. Like uh, the other day, I was you know listening to some of the uh, podcast, and you know talking to some of the people. They, they were simply saying that you know why women uh, women are not being paid paid equally. Now, I, I'm I'm not sure how many women are ready to go and you know uh, sweep the sewers or get inside the sewer and clean them, or how many women are ready to you know uh, clean the glass of Burj Khalifa, right? So uh, I mean, those, if you, if you technically look at that, the average salary for a man uh, uh, could be more, but then if you look at the kind of job a man does. Is quite you know dangerous and probably a, a woman would not want to get into there because that's not how they are you know genetically made or whatever it could be. I'm, I'm not going to you know get get into a, a gender war and all. But when when I look at these uh, you know thought processes coming out from people, especially the the the, the new age uh, people like the the Gen Z, they are you know very much focused on what 
people in the us are talking about not how you know how our society functions so that's something you know i mean i personally think that uh, it's going to you know split our society split things and especially you know people are now coming up with the gender fluidity that is something which you know makes me crazy when you think about like what exactly people are trying to do i mean we already have a third gender and in, in our sanatan dharma we already have you know various i mean all all the kind of you know genders and all the kind of sexualities which are already defined and accepted if you see ardha nareshwar it's nothing but you know a form of a third gender now people are like you are a, a transphobic and hindus are transphobic or indians are transphobic no, there's nothing like that so uh, i mean but but these new I mean, so called new concepts are coming uh, to us uh, from the west and you know people are actually getting confused and they because and i think they are they are confused because they are too much into the western culture they are too much into the western uh, you know uh, the content and they have no idea that what our culture and what our you know tradition uh, is and how those things are already ingrained and accepted into our society that's what yeah, my views are yeah and you know i'm not very sure on on that part uh, you know to be to be frank in terms of see if you're looking at uh, at gender fluidity or what a person really is and where his disposition really is i think uh, you know that may be something which is which is personal to that individual yeah, so i mean of course so But so, so actually uh, forcing no no call me it <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's, it's very strange. <laughs> Correct. Anyway, uh, uh, I think uh, we have uh, you know crossed the time limit that we have you know set for ourselves. We have around we have crossed around forty minutes. So uh, let's wrap this uh, session and probably we'll uh, we'll have one more with you. So thanks for uh, you know uh, giving your time for my first podcast. I hope. Uh, uh people would have got uh, some good information from your transformation journey how did you uh, you know go about it what steps you took and definitely if people will uh, want to know i'm going to put uh, the uh, links of your podcast and uh, definitely when the book book comes on the stand i'll definitely put uh, its link the online uh, you know purchase link in the description so thanks akhil for uh, joining me and uh, thanks for you know giving the support for my first video podcast i'll put it online as soon as uh, i have the recordings available and uh, thanks everyone for uh, listening to it watching where uh, on the youtube and uh, i hope uh, you enjoyed it if you want me to talk on some specific topic and if you have any if if any one of you want to be part of this podcast please let me know i'll be more than happy to bring you on to my stage because it is all about anything or everything uh, or, uh, uh, i mean about anything but famous i i am uh, i'm no one and uh, by the same time i want to you know bring those people onto this platform are you know making impact in uh, in my life and uh, they they have been you know inspiration for many other people but they are not you know known to uh, known to other person so I, i would want them to be on this platform and if they can you know guide others and you know give some kind of inspiration and that's the only small uh, you know aspiration that i have from this uh, podcast so thanks once again thanks akil uh, thank you very much great to be uh, part of your podcast podcast and wishing you all the very best thank you